Welcome everybody to the Lighthearted Podcast. We got a special edition today. A bonus you know, episode. Yeah, bonus little episode. Deviating from to, our normal Wednesday routine. Yeah, exactly. You know, we uh free agency starts today, you know, six p six PM Eastern, three PM uh Pacific. Yeah. Or yep. you know, um and you know, we got the great Chris Bouchard here, um, to kinda talk to us, uh, you know, about some some predictions, you know, for free agency and just kind of Man, um, it's, it's great to be here. And like you say, it's the perfect time. Everybody's excited about today. So uh, I'm excited about what you're doing, man. You're coming out hard, too. Hey, man. Coming you got out to. strong. I'm trying to, man. I'm just trying to make a name for, for myself, you know, hey, the young no, pop. That's, that's all. That's great, man. That's great. You entered the podcast space recently, too, right? With, well, uh, with Rob I, I had a podcast last few years yeah. called In the Zone. Mm -hmm. But then I got rid of it when I started doing a radio show called The Odd Couple. Because yeah. it's just the time. So, mm -hmm. uh so no, I'm not doing a podcast. Well, you know they put the radio they, show on the podcast, but mm -hmm. that's Rob Parker, that. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's get yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah, let's get a couple, into it. a couple uh, kind of announcements already came out today. We saw what Kemba to Kemba to Boston. Yeah, and uh, or I don't want to say I don't want to say they are because you know it's nothing set in stone sure. yet. But yeah, you know yeah, that yeah. it came that he probably yeah they, principle principle yeah, yeah, you know yeah. Kemba to Boston, Kyrie to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Um, D Rosa to the Pistons. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's the big, the main three that came out yeah. today. Yeah, I don't think anyone else. I think t tomorrow's going to be no. stuff. May start leaking before that. Yeah, but you know, because and they can't sign till July six yeah, anyway. Exactly. So, so these are all the verbal, yeah. yeah, verbal agreements. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, I like Kimba. I like the Kimba move. You think it'd be good, Boston. Yeah, I mean, I think Kyrie's a better player. Mm -hmm. But I think Kimba's a better fit. Like yeah. I think he'll buy in more to what Brad Stevens is, mm -hmm. is selling, and I think he'll get along better with the young players. Yeah. So, uh, and I I think we haven't seen him really on the big stage because he just hadn't made the playoffs much. But judging from his college career and the things he's done in the NBA, I don't mm -hmm. think he'll shrink. Yeah. So yeah. I think he'll be good in the clutch. Mm -hmm. And for him, I think it was a great move, even though he took less money. They weren't going to max him, mm -hmm. but Charlotte could have given him still more than anybody yeah, else. Mm -hmm. But now he gets to play in the playoffs, yeah. and that's where you make your name, you yeah. know. So they'll get to he'll get to show his stuff in the postseason. So I, I think it's a good move for the Celtics. Yeah. I would always, you know, you'd look at Kemba's stats and you'd be like, wow, he's he's really balling out. But then you, you wouldn't see, see it, it yeah. as much. You wouldn't see it day to day. I feel like that was kind of like Kyrie too, because like b before, you know. You know, Brown went back to Cleveland. Obviously, no knock on Kyrie because he's you know one of the best players in the world. Um, but you know, they just weren't on that stage. So it's like you he was you know you were in a um, you know a small market. Uh, didn't make the playoffs. Couldn't, so you were hooping, but no one really could tell that you were right. hooping because you weren't your name your name or your, you know was never in the spotlight. But then, and you know, once you get to a bigger you know bigger market or guys come to that and in your team play, gets right, bigger, right. you get to the playoffs. Then you get to show what you have. I feel like. Um, Kimba's kind of like that too, you know. He's he's a he's a dog, and I think when, you know, if if he does, you know, um, you know, sign with with um, Boston, I think it would be great for him and um, great for the people to see him on that stage. No, nah, yeah. no question. Because I've said it like Kyrie, if if LeBron had never gone back to Cleveland and hooked up with Kyrie, mm -hmm. how much differently would we think of Kyrie than we think of Kimba? Yeah, it would be the same. same It'd be similar. Same. Like yeah. we haven't seen Kyrie really win. At a high level without LeBron, yeah. so he might be very similar to Kimber. Right again, I think he's. I think Kyrie got the best handle oh, yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah. You know, in NBA it's history, special. Uh, and he's obviously clutch, but 
you know, Kimba, it's gonna, I think it's going to be good for Kimba. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be good for the Celtics. I still remember what Kimba did to Gary McGee. Uh, uh, Pitt and Pitt um, when he made, you remember that when he made him fall? Yeah, yeah that yeah, was one of the best got, yeah, game winners. It's hilarious. I always remember, I always like reminded that because Wale's song, he's like, People like Kimball walking. I'm not gonna say that. No, the word he said, people like Kimball walking trying to see me pitfall. And I was like, Oh, that's the dopest line ever. Um, <laughs> c- continuing on the on the point guard train, what do we think about D'Angelo Russell? I know I saw that his uh, his team reached out or uh, the Lakers camp. reached out to his team. Mm-hmm. To uh to open talks, obviously he was he was here before, mm-hmm. um in a great situation in Brooklyn. What what uh what are some predictions around that? Minnesota's got a little interest too. Mm-hmm. That Minnesota. I I like him in Minnesota. Yeah, uh, if they can get that done, you got Wiggins there. You Cat. got Cat. Like, mm-hmm. the, I like him there. The Nets obviously when if Kyrie, which looks like it's gonna happen, if he mm-hmm. goes there. They're gonna renounce D'Angelo. Although they will, they could work with him on a sign and trade, trade yep. so he can get his money. Here's the deal with the Lakers. What I'm being told is they only want to max either Ka- Kawhi or Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So if D'Angelo gets renounced, his max would start around 27 million. They don't. The Lakers don't want to pay him that much. That's right. So lot. they might. They're gonna try to get mm-hmm. him for 22, 22 23, 23 mm-hmm. something like that. Maybe even a little lower. Um, I like D'Angelo. I think he could work. But if I'm the Lakers, if I'm not getting Kawhi, mm-hmm. and I said Clay, Clay obviously is going to stay with the Warriors. But if I'm not getting Kawhi, then I'm just going to get three Solid or four piece. players I with think my be money. That's the best thing, the best yeah. way to do and it. And that includes now, I wouldn't hate on them if they got Kyrie because obviously he and LeBron play well. But I would rather go get three or four players than even bringing in Kyrie mm-hmm. because. The way big threes work, in my view, is the players either their games have to really fit together. Yeah, compliment. Like a Magic Johnson, James Worthy, Kareem mm-hmm. Abdul Jabbar, or even in Boston, Ray Allen, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce. Their games are all different, so mm-hmm. they fit. Uh, or somebody's got to step back. Yeah. And like with LeBron's big threes, you always had Chris Bosch or Kevin Love stepping back. Mm-hmm. But when you look at Kyrie, LeBron, AD, none of them are stepping back. Yeah. And now I think LeBron should look at if they got Kawhi or KD or Kyrie, he should look at p- trying to be like Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like the last stretch of his career, play like Magic. Set Kyrie and AD up. Yeah. Make sure they get theirs. He's going to get 23 yeah, points no just being what, out there, right? So but now that's easier said than done though. Mm-hmm. No, it definitely definitely is. And I feel like that's why Golden State worked so well this the whole time is because you had Steph Clay, who are two superstars, right. but doesn't have to have the ball in their hands every second. You know what I mean? And you know they can run off screens, um, do all. That. There's a whole bunch of movement. So you have that. Then you have Draymond up there facilitating, who's a great, um, great decision maker, right. great passer. And then you know when you got the addition, of, you know of Kevin Durant. Um, it gave them a you know a walking bucket, right, <laughs> so obviously right. you know no things question. slowed down you know slowed down a little bit with his ISO game, but everything still fit, and you know it's all and it's always hard when you have you know just a bunch of ball dominant guys, and not not saying it can't can't happen right. obviously you know, but people have to take a step back and and. It's always tough, you know, right. and people are all, you know they can be willing to, and that's you know, I'm not driving this you know driving this to any any, right, any right. specific person, but just in general, when you have just three, maybe even four ball dominant guys, it's just hard to get that chemistry because you know everyone wants the ball. And don't I mean you know this as a player, 
your game is your game. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can yeah. adjust, you can add little things here and there, but especially when you get day. in the heat of battle, you're going to go back to your yeah. instincts yeah. and you're going to play the way you play. Now, I think, do I look at Anthony Davis, Kawhi, and LeBron as the perfect match? No, but I just think those three are so good yeah. that they would probably win they just based be, yeah. on just pure talent. Right, right. But, it, you know, again, I still would love to see LeBron just be. Like play point guard in mm-hmm. that situation, yeah. you know, and I don't know if Which he would. I, yeah, I mean, I, he would a I lot of like, the time, yeah. but I would want to see him there almost full time in mm-hmm. that scenario. Yeah, you know, but he likes to do it maybe sixty, seventy percent mm-hmm. of the time. So yeah, from coming from a player side, do you think uh, the way that guys approach their contract negotiations is reflective of how they'll approach their role on the court? For example, if you have someone who's coming in and willing to take less than a max, do you think that'll translate to? you know, how much they need the ball in their hands. Um, like if, for example, if D'Lo took, mm-hmm. you know, wanted to get a ring and took less than what he believes I his market so, because, value is. Because he's doing that, he's sacrificing the money aspect of it to be on a team where, you know, he thinks they could win. So it's like, if you, if you're already making a sacrifice to be there, um, and then you don't buy in fully, then it's like, what? why are you sacrificing right. your money? You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, if I'm making this sacrifice, you know, say, I was I was a free agent and it was between, you know, New Orleans and I don't know, you know, the Lakers or something like that. It's like, okay, if I'm going to sacrifice and I think, you know, New Orleans, you know, is, is a better fit and we can contend and win and I think I you know I'm a max player and just obviously this this scenario, then I would, you know, give up a little bit to win. And then, you know, once you get there, you give that up, you are you're already showing that you're bought in. So it's like, okay, I'm Balled in about this. I'm taking less money. I'm sacrificing that aspect. I'm going in and I'm gonna do everything I can do to help this team win. Right. Because, like I said, you know, we love our money, so it's like it, it makes <laughs> it makes no sense to sacrifice millions of dollars if you're not gonna buy in. Now you know I tell I mean? you, I am hearing now that the Kawhi, the top two places now are the Lakers and Clippers. Not in that order necessarily, but. Yeah. Like that, he's leaning heavily toward coming back. He's just a Southern California dude. I think. Look, I mean, from San Antonio, from his days there, when he started wanting to leave, it was about getting back to Southern California. Mm-hmm. And I was hearing all the way back to that time that it really didn't matter which team, Clippers or Lakers, he just wanted to get home. And Toronto, look, he went there, man, and he did what nobody else yeah, in that no franchise could do. Yeah. Like, even the Raptors fans can't hate on him. No, not at all. They can't hate you on him. Right. He's, when he's he goes the there next no year, what. if it's in a different uniform, they're going to have to give him a standing ovation. I think to. they gladly will. Uh, and he's and the thing is, too, he's a made man. Yeah. So, like, if he goes to the Lakers, remember how people hated on Kevin Durant because mm-hmm. he went to a stacked team? Yeah. I don't think you could – do that with Kawhi you going to join LeBron and AD no. because he's already he proven yeah, he, he did it he can do it without a second superstar yeah and so you know people might I, you just can't hate on him yeah mm-hmm. you can't when, hate on him so, when you look back at his career I feel like the chip that he won this year is for his legacy I feel like this is what everybody's gonna point yeah, to I think it'll no be the question. biggest yeah or hold on, but hold on if he goes to the Clippers and leads them yeah that would be if a, you if you lead two teams to championships that had never been there won before. titles right oh that, that's that's solidified to what, legacy, what no conversations what. does he enter if that if that happens um if he were to he, let, so he's up there with the some greats so no he's doubt. up there with some greats and um 
obviously, you know, not getting ahead of ourselves, obviously that would have to happen. But if he if he does that, then I think he solidifies himself as, you know, one of the best to do it just because he's done it. He'll be doing it in several different places, bringing organizations that have never been there before, you know, and, and, and getting to that point. And I mean, he's a he's a monster. He's a is a freak of nature. So if he does that, I mean, he he's up there with the grace. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hypothetically, like it, let's say he went to the Clippers next mm-hmm. year and wins it with that cast they have. You know, no other, no second star. Because even if Durant goes with him, mm-hmm. he's, he's out the whole year. Yeah. And he led them to a championship. I mean, honestly, at that point, you would really have to. I look at the eye test. I look at LeBron James and I look at Kawhi Leonard in their primes, and I say LeBron was a better player because mm-hmm. he just can control the game, yeah. you know, his passing ability and all that. But if Kawhi did something like that, back to back years, leading teams to championships who had never been there without a second superstar, mm-hmm. that would become the kind, you would really have to start saying, look, this dude may be just better than LeBron historically. Mm, yeah, I mean, historically. he might be better now just because LeBron's getting older. Yeah. But, like, historically, you would have to really start looking at that. And, you know, you have to start watching how it would play out. Like, yeah. would he win more? You yeah. know, would he? So, uh, yeah, it would be humongous for him. Yeah. Yeah. And then what about uh, Tobias? I feel like he hasn't been talked about as much in this whole I thing. Am. But he's like, he'll, he'll help a team out a ton. I don't I don't know. I think he's probably staying in Philly. What I Philly likes him. Philly is all in on Jimmy Butler, number mm-hmm, yeah. one. However, if you know, there's talk that Houston is trying to get Jimmy Butler, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm Philadelphia and Houston offers me Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, and then they get a third team involved and I get some type of point guard, not that had to be great, but like a starting caliber point guard or something, I'm doing I'm it. I'm doing it, yeah. I'm doing it. If and I'm bringing back Tobias. It. Yeah. Because now, look at the shooting I got. I got Tobias, probably bring back J.J. Reddick. Mm-hmm. You got Eric Gordon, P.J. Tucker can shoot. The depth and the shooting that you have, I would let Butler go for that. That's yeah. a hell of a team. And Especially bring back Tobias. Uh, yeah. right. and, then it's, and it's like, obviously, Jimmy's – the thing I like about him, just, he, he's a dog. He's a competitor. Right, right. But so it's like, obviously, you lose that. But then P.J.'s right. You know, P.J.'s Thanks. a dog. When it comes to just pit bulls, junkyard dogs, he's – I went, once I think he comes to the top of the list, it's, it's him, Pat Bev, oh, Pat Bev, him, Pat <laughs> Bev, um, Marcus Smart. Um, right. You know, when, when I just think of like just, just dogs, just go out there, just do whatever, out tough, do all that. Like those are three that I think of. And I, if you add him to, you know, to that team and you have Joel, Ben, JJ, right. you, know, right. you, Tobias, you bring able to bring back Tobias, then that's, that team's going to make a lot of noise oh, just that, because that you no have doubt. you have leadership um and then you just have that that dog mentality and i think that would be it that would be that would be, be really great. good it, I, it, I wouldn't do it if i was houston though because look, it, i don't know if that can i mean that's hard to do just to blend um james chris jimmy like it's that that's hard to blend together and you know if like i said it's always you know the situation they're in, you know, if some take a step back, then it, you know, then it could work. But it's it just makes hard. absolutely no sense. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I mean, let, they're already having problems with getting every, like keeping Chris happy, mm-hmm. Chris Paul, because he's not getting the ball as much. 
Now you're gonna gonna bring in Jimmy Butler who needs the ball. Yeah, Butler, you know he's not a spot up shooter. Mm-hmm. It's not like and look if they brought in a different coach and played a little bit more traditional where you put Chris at the one, Harden at the two, Jimmy at the three, then it would have a better chance of working. Or if Chris was in the trade mm-hmm. and you get Jimmy Butler and Chris leaves, then you know it would have a better chance of working. But I, Mike D'Antoni, I, I actually really like him as a coach. Like, I'm in the minority in that I think he's a Hall of Fame coach. Mm-hmm. He not, hasn't won a title. I don't know that he ever will. Probably won't. But I put him in that Don Nelson mold where he, he kind of changed the game. Mm-hmm. Every, most places he's gone, he's won. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he's been a very good coach. But he's not confrontational. Yeah. And he's not going to challenge James nah. enough to be like, look, you got to get other guys yeah, involved. We got to get more ball moves. So that being the case, I think Harden's going to play the way he's been playing, mm-hmm. and Jimmy would get would not be able to be as effective as he can yeah. be. And I, I think it'd be a disaster for Houston. I think they should stand pat, like you know, make a little tweak, maybe yeah. ask somebody. Get a couple of shooters, right, veterans. right. But with Golden State's not going to be what they were with the injuries. Mm-hmm. It's right there for the taking. Yeah, you know, people underestimate the uh, the impact that. A coach has on like you, if you if you just bring three max guys together, you, it, it takes a certain type of personality to make sure yeah. that everybody you know meshes. And stuff. I feel like that's especially now. I feel like it's more rare for a guy, and that's what I mean. Um, every time I think, I always think of like Pop. Cause, I mean, Pop is just one of the, you know I think the best coach ever to, to do it. But like he, one reason why I love Pop and I would love to play for Pop in you know this in any situation would just be because he holds everyone accountable right. and he's you know and he calls it how he sees it if you know they'll win and he'll go back to the locker room and he'll have you know press conference and he'll just be like that we don't deserve to win like that team played better like our guys just did not bring it up and you don't see a lot of people do that a lot of people you know just challenge you know some of their you know the not, stars. their stars yeah not even like you know some of the role players but just challenge their top dog their stars to do that and i feel like now um, I feel like it was more like old style of coaching, and now you know it's a little bit different. You know what else? And Popovich would be the first to tell you: your stars have to let you coach them. That's like true. That. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you're a type of guy. You played four years in school. Uh, Tim Duncan, you know, was was from overseas, yeah. or you know, not from America. Uh, Tony and Manu were from overseas, mm-hmm. and you know, if you know anything about overseas, you think college coaches control things yeah. oh overseas it's ridiculous yeah. like they they can they're way more controlling than here college coaches even so players that came up in that system they're used to a coach coaching them and mm-hmm. doing whatever the coach says yeah and so they let when you when you go there if you went there as a rookie and you see duncan getting doing yelled that. at by yeah. pop and taking it and doing what he says that's how it is right you buy in and so i think if you look i, I agree with you i think pop yeah, he's right up there. He's in the discussion for the I best. Love, ever. I love Pop. No, nah, he's he, Pop. he's in the discussion for best ever. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about it. But then some players haven't worked with him. Yeah. I mean, Lamarcus stayed, but he remember he wanted to leave Lamarcus mm-hmm. Aldridge, and then they talked it out. Yeah. Kawhi obviously wanted out. Stephen Jackson stayed for a little. It worked for a little. Then mm-hmm. he left. You know, so certain types of players that want to push back or they yeah. just they might not be built for that system. So um, that's – but you're right. I think when players buy – that's a big part of it. Buying Kawhi in. went to Toronto, didn't 
try to change things, didn't mm-hmm. say we need so-and-so, we need this player, we need that player. He just bought in, and you see what happened. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. So, uh, Brooklyn, if, if I'm not mistaken, is coming to the table with the most cap space, this free agency, right? Yeah, well, the so. Knicks. No, the Knicks. 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 Knicks have the most. Okay, so assume Brooklyn gets Kyrie. Do you think they get anybody else with him? I, I mean, obviously he's pushing for KD. Mm-hmm. I don't think KD's going to go to Brooklyn. Now, I think I'm going to leave open a possibility, but I think Kevin Durant is either going to be the Clippers with Ka- Kawhi or the Knicks. And I, I just. It, look, I think if he hadn't gotten hurt, it was going to be the Knicks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think all the stuff we were hearing during the season was real and legit. But now the injury, the injury, number one, but then Kyrie all of a sudden putting Brooklyn ahead of, you know, yeah. the Knicks. That, that's thrown a monkey wrench into things. But um, I, I don't think they get not, – not another star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not another star. And I'm going to be honest, I, I think Kyrie is better. Kyrie is great. And there are certain teams I'd love to have him on. But if I were Brooklyn, I mean, they're going to get a lot of mileage out of Kyrie signing mm-hmm. there. I mean, they're going to they're gonna dominate the news cycle in New York for mm-hmm. a little while. If the Knicks don't get anybody, you're going to have more people going to see Kyrie. He's got, I would say, even though he's a suburban kid, he got the most street game in the NBA. Yeah, yeah right? definitely. And so that's going to play well in New York. So they're going to get a big boost. But I don't think – I think they'll be better, but only a little better. Mm-hmm. I don't think they go to another level, like become a contender in the East. So I think there's a strong argument to be made that they should have just kept D'Angelo mm-hmm. and, you know, because he Get fit in pieces, well. Yeah. You know, Brooklyn potentially could have some similar issues to what Boston had because mm-hmm. you, had, you had a team that was everybody sharing the ball – their guards were playing really well. Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert. Mm-hmm. And they can feel like they didn't go to the conference finals like the Celtics without Kyrie. But they did have a nice little yeah, really season, season. Yeah, made the playoffs, played well against Philly. And so uh, – and it's a similar type system. The coach is somewhat comparable to Brad Stevens and mm-hmm. things he wants to do. So um, it's going to be interesting. But now I, I don't think they'll get a second star. On the, I'm curious to hear your thoughts for like KD, for example. Obviously, you mentioned uh, the Clippers or New York. For someone like him who has such a strong off the court business, you know, portfolio. Um, if you look, same thing with LeBron. You know, is obviously nearing the end of his career. His whole business operation is out here. Mm-hmm. Right. How how much of a role does that play in these guys? Who maybe they're in the, they're in the second half of their career. What's that ratio of business to basketball as far as these decisions go? I feel later in your career, I think it goes hand in hand. Honestly, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that I've talk to older guys that I've talked to and it's like they've took less money to go somewhere else because they had business there and I you know I don't want I'm not going to say names to say who it was but like you know I feel like that kind of go later down in your career I feel like that goes hand in hand because you know now it's like okay especially if you already won if you already won it's like okay I won championships um I'm I'm labeled a winner um now it's like you can help transition from being an NBA player to business person or, you know, after, you know, retired, right. you know, easier. So I feel like later in your career, when you already accomplished everything you wanted, could and wanted to accomplish, I feel like a lot of guys were like, you know what, you know, I can build a lot here. Yeah. I don't think Durant 
is really at that point no, yet. No, no, not yet. LeBron clearly was. Mm-hmm. Not that he didn't want to win and doesn't want to win, but obviously there was a lot of you know he made a lifestyle decision which is what people do yeah when mm-hmm. i'm if i go live somewhere i make a lifestyle decision so i think you looked at it basketball wise it's the lakers you know and we can win my family wants to be here my sons you know they're about to enter high mm-hmm. school it's a great place to play and then the businesses that he wanted to do so i think with him that clearly was a factor i think with kd I think it's a factor because he wants to, he's doing a lot of the same stuff as LeBron, mm-hmm. you know, um, movies, you know, he's, he was just executive producer of this movie cue ball. I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys saw it. It was, it's good. You should watch it. Uh, if you haven't, it's about basketball in San Quentin prison. Yeah. And I saw that. that actually. Um, and he's, you know, he's got the boardroom. Like mm-hmm. he's really doing a lot of similar yeah. things, including if he moves again, yeah. you know, it's like, he's really following in LeBron's footsteps. But, um, I think for Katie, I just think the injury has thrown everything in flux. Yeah. I, I I don't think, like I said, I think he's either going to the Clippers or the Knicks. Uh, and I, I would love to see Kawhi and KD both go to the Clippers. I do know this. When KD went to Golden State and he met with several teams, the Clippers blew him away with their presentation. Hmm. Like Steve Ballmer, Doc Rivers, he, was, he really was blown away. I think he wow. had made up his mind that, Unless something crazy happens, I'm going to Golden State. But they really impressed him. So I assume they'll do the same thing. They've been run really well. Their team is in good position as far as players that would play around him. And if he can go there with Kawhi, like I think if he's – I know KD has always wanted to beat LeBron, like Mm -hmm. compete with LeBron. Like KD thinks he's better than LeBron, and he should. I mean, he's on the right. right? When you're that big, you have to. Yeah, so – he wants to beat LeBron. What better way to do it than LA, being yeah. in the same building? That's crazy. And with LeBron having AD, I hope Kawhi and KD say, "All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Us two, them two. That'd be a hell of a yeah. And let's get it on. That'd be a hell of a LA showdown. <laughs> yeah. right? I'll tell you that. Right? Be, be good for the league. Oh, yeah. great for the league. Great for the shit. I, I, I want to see it. Right, right, right. <laughs> and like you said, you don't want to see Kawhi go to the Lakers. I'm sure. I don't think that'd be good for the league. Because if, if they did that, if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, and now nah. you got LeBron, AD, and Kawhi, now you you're right in that maybe the chemistry, mm-hmm. it's got a it's a chemistry experiment, but I we just had a, an era yeah, where Golden team. State yeah. was so good that team, it was super right, team, super team. and this I just want I think we could end up having a year where it's really competitive where you got seven or eight teams that could win it, yeah, you know, and and I think if Ka- if KD and Kawhi go to the Clippers. That'll spread out the talent a yeah. little bit. Yeah, that'd be good. interesting for LA too. If uh, because be I mean, obviously it's been a, for sure, but it's been, been a, a, been a Laker town guy. for as long as anybody can remember. I heard someone told me this. I forget who it was, but even like when Doc took when Doc took the job in uh, at the Clippers, um, he noticed that at that point the Clippers were still playing their games in Staples with either the Lakers banners yeah, or like yeah, a yeah. Lakers sign. Yeah, they started covering them. And Doc's oh, like, yeah, and right, Doc's like, right, nah, we're not doing this. I'm gonna cover them. And some of the people in the Clippers organization were like, you okay, know, I don't know if we yeah. should do that. It's it's a, so I, that would be an interesting like paradigm shift. Yeah. So um, I just got a little tech now. Seth Curry, you guys know, is heating up for the Lakers. Yeah, I think that's a perfect. Oh, that'd be great. Oh my god, add a knockdown shooter. I think that'd be really good. That that'd be perfect for them because he's tough, and I know Damian Lillard really liked having him there. Mm-hmm. You know, because that that would spread things out for Lillard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that'd be a good look for them. Yeah. Um, obviously it's a bonus episode. We can go all day, but, 
um i would love to kind of sum it up i know we got your thoughts on a lot of these if we could just go down the list and get your final i don't want to say rapid fire but just kind of yeah, quick thoughts if, yeah okay quick thoughts all right um you want to start off yeah katie I hope he goes to the Clippers. Like I said, I hope he and Kyrie or uh, Kawhi go to the Clippers. I would be fine seeing them with the Lakers, but knowing that Kawhi wants to be in Southern California, I think it would end up being the Clippers. And there's a lot of reasons for KD to stay in Golden State, though. I will just say that because he doesn't know, you know, as an athlete, even though you know you're great, you don't know 100% that you're going to come back exactly as you were. You go back to Golden State. And you got support there. Mm-hmm. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Stills. You could still win titles versus going somewhere else and having to do it. But going to Clippers with Ka- Kawhi is also a, a yeah. lot of support. Okay, <laughs> I know that wasn't rapid fire. No, all good. <laughs> you know all I'm good. long-winded, yeah. man. Um, and then obviously Kawhi's next. I take it somewhere in Southern California is your yeah, answer. Yeah, uh, I think if he can pull this thing off with KD, it'll be the Clippers. Um Lakers are getting close though. It seems like it's getting closer mm-hmm. every day. I hear something. So, but I'm gonna say the Clippers. All right, Jimmy Butler. Man, I'll say Philly because I know they really want him, and I'm gonna leave Houston in there a little bit. I, Miami, I know he's visiting with mm-hmm. Miami. I don't think that that's not gonna make Miami mm-hmm. that much better. I think it'd be kind of a waste of money. So I'm gonna say Philly or Houston. Tobias Harris, Philly. But he's meeting with several teams, but I'm going to say Philly. D-Lo. Ooh, that's a good one. I'm going to throw out – I'll say Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. But I think good. the Lakers is a is a possibility. You feel like D-Lo is a dude that wants to be in a big market? Yeah. Yeah. But I think he should look at it at this stage of his career. Like, he should look at it at this stage. If he can go play with Cat and mm-hmm. Wiggins – I mean, that's a team that's got a lot of potential. Yeah. You know, Definitely. he could still be a star there. So I would like to see that. Al Horford. I'm I'm hoping New Orleans. Yes, that's what I want. That's what I want to. Come on, Al. Come I'm on down to New Orleans, Orleans, man. Now I'll tell Let's you what, if, if the Clippers don't get KD, they could look at trying to pair Al with Kawhi. Mm-hmm. So that would be attractive too. Yeah, but I'm hoping uh it's New Orleans. Julius. Julius is there was where it was um there was talk, there's been talk about Brooklyn with him. Mm-hmm. And I think Brooklyn, what they need to get to the next level, as, as great as Kyrie is and as much as he'll help them, they need a front court score. Yeah. You know, like that. they yeah. got guards. Their guards do all their score. On the Julius is another right. dog. And put Julius ball, yeah. can push it. They like to push it. Mm-hmm. He can push. Like, so Julius, I think, would be a good fit in Brooklyn. Cool. We heard it here. Yeah. Heard it here from. Uh, yeah. well, we'll see. We'll see how much comes true. Yeah, we'll, we'll see <laughs> when uh, six o'clock hits. Yeah, we got it on the record now, at least. So you can point back to it if you're, you know, yeah. if you're all 100 percent correct. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, this has been a treat. Yeah, it's been a good little special bonus episode, and uh, back to your regularly scheduled programming exactly. on Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs>